Hello and welcome to Living in the Zone with Warren and Aiden. I'm your host Warren and my co-host Aiden is alongside me. Let's get into this. I'm your host, Warren Newton, and Aiden will join us shortly. I'm just going to give you a quick rundown on how this podcast will go down. We will start out with the intro every time, and then head into the MLB, and then the NFL, and then end it with MVP and Worst Player of the Week. And what that is, it is you choose one of the best athletes in the week, and then the worst athlete in the week. And I thank you again for joining us on this journey, and sorry about this audio. Our mics are on the way, so... Next episode might be a little better. Just be on the lookout for that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Living in the Zone Pod and on Twitter at Living in the Zone Pod. All right, let's bring Aiden in and let's talk about baseball and football. All right, Aiden, welcome to the first ever episode of Living in the Zone Pod. Good to have you as my co-host in this journey we're about to go on. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Uh, looking forward to talking some sports here and just really starting off this podcast. It's gonna be great. Yeah, again, sorry about this audio. Our mics are on the way. They just got delayed a little bit, but should we get into the MLB now? Let's talk about the lockout first. Let's do it. It's been two months since it started. They've been doing meetings, but they're not even close to an agreement. They've agreed to a couple things, but now MLB, MLB is uh, bringing in a federal federal mediator to help with negotiations. Should we be worried? Oh, yeah, we definitely should be. Uh, it's probably going to affect spring training, and I don't think it should affect the season, but it will definitely affect spring training, I, I believe. And we'll just have to see how it really plays out. Yeah, I agree. Spring training is definitely in jeopardy, which is a good thing for us because we're baseball players and we're going down to Arizona. And we want to see some games during spring training, so hopefully we'll be able to see some. But I think MLB pitchers are definitely in jeopardy because their position, spring training is for the pitchers, not the hitters. That really is true. It's about the pitchers getting ready and getting ready for that season. There's definitely going to be some injuries this year, in my opinion, just like last year. It's going to be terrible to watch. But on the bright side, before the lockout happened, we got some free agent signings so far. Corey Seager, Robbie Ray, and we'll get into some more next episode, but we're going to talk about these main two subjects. People, I mean. Sorry. All right, first up is Corey Seager. He signed with the Rangers 10 million... Uh, 10 years, $325 million. He's there locked up for a while, probably his whole career. What do you think about this signing? It's a really big signing there. It's a lot of money, too. It's a lot of money. And I I think it was worth it. I think he'll definitely show and be a great addition to that team. He'll definitely do damage. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty dangerous roster this year. Yeah, he he was Rookie of the Year, two-time All-Star, World, World Series MVP in the ballpark he's about to go play in. That's where he won the World Series. He was amazing during that. His stats during that World Series, probably, I think, 11 home runs. I'm not exactly sure. But, yeah, he's going to be amazing there. We'll have to see how he plays this coming year. I think he's going to do good. Yeah. And I think the Rangers are in a great spot now. They did. They were about to go rebuild. They had a lot of young pieces, and they were selling some stuff. But they decided to go buy, and it's going to be amazing to watch this year. All right, what do you think about Robbie Ray signing with the Seattle Mariners for five years, $115 million? 
He's coming off that Cy Young Award last year, and I think he's going to be a pretty solid pitcher. And I, he should do some damage. We'll have to see how he takes care of himself. But he was really solid last year at that 3.76 ERA. Really solid. And, yeah, I don't know. I think he's going to be a great addition onto that team. Yeah, I agree. I just I don't think he deserved that much amount of money. I think he should have signed two years because that was just – he had a couple good years, but then he fell off, and then he got back up there. But I don't think he deserved Cy Young either. I think uh, Cole on the Yankees did, in my opinion. So I really hope he proves me wrong with the Mariners because they were on the brick of the playoffs last year. So I really hope to see the Mariners back in the playoffs and to do some damage because – I hate to see, like, the Ashers and them always win. I want to see some more teams. Yeah, let's see some new teams. And I also have a correction here to make. Uh, he had a 2.84 ERA last year. He was projected 3.76 this year. Oh, right on, right on. Um, Up next is some free agent predictions. We'll get more into some more because there's a lot of free agents left. But I think we should talk about Freddie Freeman and Carlos Correa. Where do you think these two will end up? Uh... Freddie Freeman, he's definitely going to... Money's going to be where he goes, I think. I think money's going to be the big factor there. I could see him going to the Yankees or Dodgers, but we'll have to see. Dodgers have Max Muncy out for first month. I think it'll be of the season or so. But I think the Dodgers still can go sign someone new. And, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see where he ends up. I'm not really 100% sure. Just going to be kind of wherever the money offers. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh... You know, Freddie Freeman, great leader on the Braves. He won MVP. You don't even think about him in another jersey. Like, he was amazing on that. But honestly, I think he might end up with the Dodgers or Yankees if the Braves don't give him the money. It'd suck to see because he's one of those one jersey mans that you want to see. I think the Braves should bring him back, so I really hope he ends up on the Braves. On the other side, Carlos Correa, one of the most scumbags in the sports that mostly everyone hates. First off, he roasted Jeter this offseason, so even though the Yankees were in on him, I think that ruined his chances with the Yankees. So, what do you think, Aiden? I don't know. We'll have to see where he goes. I He's really going to have to take care of himself here. And, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of just going to be a hit or miss, I think, personally. We'll have to see what he does. He's a really solid hitter. Uh, we'll just have to see what he does. He's still young. And, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how he does this coming year. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Yankees are still in on him. The Yankees really need that shortstop piece to be in contention again. But also, the Astros need another shortstop, which, again, there is another one, Trevor Story, out there. But I think the Astros will bring back Carlos Correa and keep uh, having that dominant run they've been on. Oh, uh, here, yeah. Let's get a shout-out here to our social media. Uh, Living in the Zone Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can check us out there. And, yeah, just give us that support. We appreciate it, and we're just out here having fun, so. All right, let's get into the NFL now. Super Bowl next week, the Rams and Bengals. My Rams are finally back in the Super Bowl. Who do you got there? Uh, I have the Rams winning. I think Stafford's really hot. I think he's going to do a lot of damage to the Bengals' defense. Bengals' defense did look sharp in that second half against the Chiefs, but they're really going to have to prove it this coming week because, man, that, that Rams' offense is really hot. They're really hot right now. And Cooper Cup, he is doing some amazing things. His, He's just amazing. He's carried that team, I think. I mean, Stafford and him just have that connection. He's 
one of the best. I think he is the best receiver this year, and he has a lot to prove next year, which I think he's going to do. Yeah, I agree. Um, I got the Rams, too. Probably Matthew Stafford deserves that Super Bowl. He's been one of that those QBs. I even watched a video on the Detroit Lions. He injured himself, and it was like, I still got to go play and win this game. It was, he's one of the best players out there and one of the best people in the uh, NFL. I think I got the Rams 28-10. to 10. I got 31-17 Rams. I think Bengals are going to keep up. Then Rams are just going to take it away. I think that's how it's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. McVay's been to the Super Bowl. Sean, uh, Zach Taylor hasn't. And Zach Taylor used to be under Sean McVay as a coach. So I think I think Sean McVay is going to outsmart him on this one. Yeah, I definitely see that happen. Zach Taylor is really young. He's a young coach. Younger. So is Sean McVay. But Sean McVay has experience here. Oh, no. And Zach Taylor is older than Sean McVay. He's young in his career, though. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be a great matchup. That Rams defense, though. Don't underestimate them. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, some of the best to ever do it. Yeah, I agree. So let's move on from the Super Bowl on to one of the best players to ever play and win seven Super Bowls. Tom Brady is finally retiring from the NFL. What do you think about that? Uh, personally, I think he still has a few more years in him, but it definitely comes to that point in life where it's priorities. And yes, football has been his priority for the past 22 years, but he has to take that next step onto his life and... The next chapter, I guess, with his wife, kids, and really just spend time with them and enjoy it while it lasts because he is getting older. He's 44, and, man, he just takes such great care of himself. It's really been an honor to watch him play these several years growing up and everything. It's just it's amazing to witness that because he's the greatest to ever do it, and I think he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, I agree with you. He's definitely the greatest of all time. There's no doubt about that. He's won seven, seven Super Bowls. I mean, what else can you do? That was if I had a choice, Tom Brady to go win a Super Bowl, I would choose him because he's proven to go win wherever he is. He doesn't have to have Bill Belichick. He had another great coach, but Tom Brady is the greatest of all time and it came down to family of football and he chose family, which I definitely respect. So Yeah, no, you have to respect that. Thank you for all the memories, Tom. I mean you started to play before we were both even born, so it's truly amazing. Yeah. Alright. I want to end the NFL segment with who do you got on the line, Herbert or Burrow? If the game's on the line, who do you got? I got Burrow. He showed over the past few weeks in the playoffs. Big games against Titans. Defense clutched up. He got that good pass to Jamar Chase to set up that game-winning field goal. And, I... yeah, and then, then the Chiefs game, he also had that overtime drive where he just let him down the field. And I really personally think it comes down to Joe Burrow. I think he's the guy to do it. I think the guy to do is Justin Herbert. I mean, I watched that Raiders and Chargers game where whoever wins gets into the playoffs, and they had, like, two seconds left, throws a touchdown to make it into overtime, and then they kept battling. So I got Herbert on this one. I think young, two both young players, two bright futures, but I want Herbert as my QB, honestly. Yeah, I respect that 100%. Herbert is he's a great quarterback. I just – that defense is not the greatest. They – sold some games for him this past year and kind of lowered their chance to get in the playoffs, which is why they had to play for that wild card spot. And then Joe Burrow, their defense there is also struggling, but they proved to us last week in that second half against the Chiefs, came back from 17, and they looked sharp. They held the Chiefs, which is very impressive. That offense is really good, probably best in the league. Close up there with the Rams. Yeah, I agree. I think Herbert's team, the Chargers, are so close to the playoffs. They just got to get that defense on lock, and I think they'll be up there soon. 
All right, that's the end of the NFL segment, and we're going into the MVP and worst player of the week. So who do you got, Aiden? I got my MVP as Joe Burrow. Threw for 250 yards last week and two touchdowns on that interception early in the second half. Uh, he's looking solid. I really think that he's just he should. Why he is my MVP is because he's had that game winning drive. He's just he looks really solid out there and he looks really comfortable. And there were also not that many sacks last week that he gave up. So they're they're looking good on offense. We're just have to see about that defense. Yeah, I gotta go with the other QB in the Super Bowl, Matthew Stafford. This dude's been amazing in the playoffs to watch and throughout his whole career. I mean, first year with the Rams, Super Bowl. He definitely deserves my MVP of the week, probably almost MVP of this whole podcast. So, Matthew Stafford, you're a real one, honestly. All right, who's your worst player or person in the sport? I have Jimmy G. Uh, Just doesn't look solid out there. Looks so uncomfortable in that Rams game. And he just had that interception, which was like, what are you doing? Like, He just looks so just not focused and just not ready for that game-winning drive right there. Yeah, Jimmy G, he's not the bright future of the 49ers. I think maybe Trey Lance might be, but honestly, I don't think Trey is either. So, great choice on worst play of the week. My worst player or person of the week is Rob Manfred. What the hell is he doing locking out the players? There's definitely going to be injuries this year. The lockout definitely doesn't need to happen, and he's just the worst commissioner of all time, in my opinion. I think they need to start looking at different choices there. Yeah, no, he definitely needs to get fired. I personally think I think that's just about it. I don't think the owners will fire him because he definitely is a puppet for them, for the owners to have right now. So let's just see what happens and hopefully the lockout and then we'll be able to end soon and our man Fred will get some redemption. Let's hope. Thank you again for joining us on this journey. Make sure you subscribe on our YouTube and share with friends. Yeah, don't forget about that Twitter and Instagram. Living in the zone. It's awesome. Glad to be here and yeah take care thank you guys thank you